forever. Dog. Who has stolen her soul? This week on the podcast, Christopher Pike's The Lost Mind. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And it's finally time for some Pike. Pike, 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 Pike Nation! Pike, Pike. <laughs> Where are my Pike heads? <laughs> Pike Nation represent. Um, had you read this one before? I had, but I did not remember it. I have well never read all. it. It was fucking good. It was good. I liked it a lot. I loved it. I really did. I also like, I think I like this kind of genre of like, I don't know who I am. Oh, was I this type of person? Yeah. Having to unravel. Yeah. I love that she doesn't like the other person. It's like the same soul yeah. in her body, but she hates that other personality. She's like, Ugh, I sound terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read the back of the book and we'll get right into it? Yes, ma'am. I will do so. I have the book if you want it. I do. She didn't know what she had done. She awoke in the woods beside a dead body. There was a knife in her hand, blood on her clothes. Had she killed the young woman who lay beside her? She couldn't remember. She couldn't remember anything. Not even her own name. It was as if someone had stolen her mind. Stolen her soul. Did you see her plan coming at the end? No. Cool. I definitely had read it enough to know what was going to happen. Yeah. I or didn't know what I, she was I definitely do. read it and remembered enough to know what was going to happen. Well, so like, um, actually, when she was taking the pills, I didn't know what she was doing. Mm-hmm. But then like when she went to like, because I did not know that she would be traveling bodies. Yeah. So when that happened, I was like, oh, that's what the pill thing was for. I remembered when she told, I remembered close to what it was. Like Mm -hmm. I kept getting fragments Mm -hmm. returned to me when she told her little brother that. Yeah. She might not like, even if it doesn't seem like it's me, it will be me. And Mm -hmm. I'll never leave you. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder about is my question is is the character of um what was his name sorry amir. i read this a while ago because i read the wrong book a couple weeks oh, ago yeah. uh what amir. was the boy amir um is amir's character racist i don't think so okay i think that there are elements of over I don't, this probably isn't a word, over-exoticizing sure. the Middle East. Yeah. Egypt. He is, he is Egyptian. Uh-huh. Um, I, did you get that sense? I was a little bit, yeah. I well, was concerned. I was worried. Yes. When, I, when, when, when we found out that, like, when she's like, do you smoke hashish? I was like, mm. Yeah. Oh, no. Because then he did. So that part I was, like, a little bit like, oh... It didn't seem to be judging him for that alone, though. No. It was just like she asked him that because she was asking him that because she dreamt that. Because she was having dreams that she was high on hashish. So let's see if we could do a very brief plot run. Because that would help Without me. going beat by beat. Oh, yeah. right. Um, so a girl wakes up in the woods. Yeah. Blood. Oh, God. Covered in blood. And there's a knife next to her. She mm-hmm. has a couple cuts on her wrist or the back of her hand. She looks over. There's a blonde girl very much covered in blood because she's been stabbed like 20 times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girl who wakes up is very upset. She can't remember anything about herself. She immediately feels very sad that this girl has died. She says she like looks at her and can tell she was a kind person. And yeah. that, like she died with horror in her eyes. But she is... too afraid to just contact the police to tell them everything that happened. So she like takes the knife with her. She, cause she's afraid cause she can't remember anything. 
nothing. She knows like facts about the world. She can yes. tell you who's president, but she doesn't know anything she about knows, herself. She knows how to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, she finds keys in her pocket and knows that she has a Toyota. So she like finds it because she hears cars coming from the road. Um, she's like, if I get in this car, I'm going to cover it in blood. That's bad. She goes and she washes herself off after grabbing some clothes from the trunk. Um, gets in, finds her purses in there. And so now she knows who she is. Her name is Jennifer Hobbs. Yeah, I think so. Um, and she still, nothing looks familiar. And, but she sees her address. So she drives toward what she assumes town is, gets a map, calls her house. Her mom answers and she's like, what are you doing out? Are you with Crystal? And she's like, um, yeah. And then she's like, man, I hope Crystal isn't the dead girl I was next to. And, and then she goes to Denny's where the waitress immediately knows her and is like, do you want the usual? And it turns out the usual is like cold apple pie a la mode and coffee. And she's like, okay. So she knows me. That's interesting. Um, she gets, she gets a map. She goes home. She misjudges which bedroom is hers, wakes up her little brother whose name is Ken, but she, um, doesn't know that. He wants a donut, so they go get a donut. She's like, I like this kid. He's very cute and sweet. And she's like, he's like, oh, are you with Crystal? People are asking. Like, her, her mom called. Um, <clears throat> she's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And and he he asked something like, oh, did mom know you were going to be out late? Yeah. And she's like, no, not dad either. And he's like, yeah. Um, excuse me, because their dad died five years ago. Yeah. She's like, oh, shit. Yeah. So she's already fucked up. And he says she doesn't sound like herself. Yeah. Because like the way she talks is different. Yeah. Which she realizes it's like, even though I have the same vocal cords, I'm not going to have the same speech patterns mm-hmm. or intonation or anything. Yeah. Um, She goes to bed. She wakes up. Mom is there. Mom's asking about Crystal again. She's like, oh, no, everything's fine. Um, goes to say hello to her brother, mistakenly calls him Ken, which he immediately flags as weird because she only ever calls him by his nickname, Gator. I almost said Jaws. (laughs) Okay. Gator, because when he was little and got teeth, he would like bite her. So she called him Alligator. Which is cute. Very Very cute. cute. He is a really cute kid and not in a sickly way. Yeah. And she figures out a way to get him to uh, drive like, cause she has to drive him to school, but she doesn't know where it is. So she's like, Oh, you know what would be so fun is I if this. Uh, you sat on my lap and steered and I'll work the brake and the gas. And he's like, Whoa, really? She's like, yeah. And just like, mm, just like, and then everybody can see how cool you are if we drive past my high school first and then we go to your school. And he's like, well, okay. He's like, best day ever. But he also first somehow knows how to get to these places, yeah. which is unlikely, but mm-hmm. fine. Um, she goes to school. Her shitty boyfriend, Mitch, is there and he's talking about how he owes like Dirk or somebody. Dirk. Yeah. $300. Some some loan shark because he has a gambling problem because he keeps betting on his own team to lose to lose and then he plays badly and he also like so he keeps asking her like do you have that three hundred dollars and she's like i don't know and he's like you said you were gonna have it today also i like she just has to keep going i don't know i don't remember yeah i don't know also like when he like goes to kiss her and she's like okay i guess yeah i'll kiss him so she like kisses him and he's like oh i guess we're like okay hello and um she's kind of like he's fine and then like later when she sees amir she's like hachi machi hello <laughs> mama like you know she's like let's get down to business um yeah so blah 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 and then she goes home early and um that's when amir comes over crystal's boyfriend and he lets Jenny know just through talking that they had slept together Mm -hmm. and that Crystal had probably figured it out. So he's like, was she upset last night when you dropped her off? And Jenny's like, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) And 
then he leaves and she's like, fuck, what kind of bitch was I? I know. I'm sleeping with my best friend's friend or boyfriend. This is when she finds her diary? This is when she, no, her, she her doesn't read her diary till after, after the, the police come by. So she's freaking out. She realizes that Crystal must be the person yeah. who she woke up next to. So she puts in an anonymous call to 911, which isn't that... That wouldn't work, right? Because they can trace the 911 call. That's how they know how to get to you if you can't tell them your address. I don't know. I think that's the case now. That's that's why it's like you can't really prank 911 because yeah. they'll just come to your fucking house. Yeah. But whatever, I'll buy it. So she puts in an anonymous call to 911, letting them know that Crystal's, they'll find Crystal's dead body in the woods. And then the police come by and they question her and they clearly think she did it and her story is full of holes because she doesn't remember anything yeah and she also like they're full of holes and contradictions and mm -hmm. she's like mm, we were um all of us were watching a movie at amir's till like really late i don't remember when and i don't remember what we were watching and she's like and then i went to go for a walk and they're like at like midnight and she's like or or 10, 11 maybe <laughs> and then she's like and then i went to denny's and they're like, what time? She's like, mm, like I don't know. Two. And they're like, or, what? And she's like, or one. And they're like, hello? Were, how long were you walking? She's like, oh, I'm... Look, I wasn't wearing a watch. So she's like, like I'm in shock. Can... She's like, I'm in shock. My best friend is dead. And they're like, how okay. could you be accusing me of these things? And then cute young cop is like, yeah, mister, we should do he went this. to high school with her. And he had a crush on her, mm -hmm. which we find out later. Yeah. I liked him. I know. I felt bad for him. Yeah, me too. Um, so even though young cop is like defending her, the lieutenant's like, look, you got to get out of here. I got to question this bitch. Yeah. And she like knows that he has her clocked easily, but she keeps acting like, this is so unexpected. I don't know why you're accusing me. I'm my very best friend in the whole wide world. And I am so shy and get out. And how dare you? And he's like, okay. <laughs> Fine. He's like, fine, I'll come back. And she's like, thank you. Thank you. Be reasonable. And then he leaves and she like runs to her room. She's like, okay, who the fuck was I? I know. She's looking also, at everything. He's like, he's like, we need your shoes. And she's like, the ones I was wearing yesterday. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And she's like, like mm, oh, um, I'm in shock right now. I couldn't possibly get my shoes because I'm in shock. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we're going to come back. Like, don't leave town. Like, you don't have a warrant. So and he's like, yeah, I know I don't have. A, I'm just asking you if you bring me your shoes she's like, later. So he leaves and she's like, all right, people, we're at DEFCON 1. <laughs> Code red. This is not a drill. Where's my fucking diary? She reads it and she's like, fuck, I'm an asshole. Yeah, because she was sleeping with Mitch, but hated him. And... Um, I don't think she gets to any parts about Amir yet, though. No. But she knows because Amir told her that she slept with Amir. And there's so. the chemistry. There's the chemistry. And and she just generally gathers that she's, like, kind of a superficial. But she also sees that she's, like, genuinely happy when Crystal wins prom queen. And yeah. So like, she's nice. She can see that Crystal cares or that she cares about Crystal. But on the whole, she's like, I don't really like her. Yeah. This crystal sounds great, though. Crystal sounds great. Um, and then she... W w her mom gets home? Yeah. She tells the mom what happened. And her mom's like, okay, well, I believe you. Like, how could they have done this to you? That's not fair. Because mm -hmm. they had already shown up at her clinic asking mm -hmm. questions. And then... Actually, I think Amir comes back over. He's like... By the way, I like told them we slept together. And she's like, what? I know. Like, but only because I thought you did. And she's like, what? And then she's like, I did not. She's like, what time did did we leave? And he's like, oh, I, or she's like, what did you do last night? And he's like, oh, well, like you guys left at like 10. 10. And she's like, ah, I said that we were watching movies with you all night. And he's like, mm, well, Frank, I don't know you did that. Because I have an airtight alibi because I was watching movies like sci-fi movies with my landlady all night because um, I really like them and she really likes them. And so that was like until 3 a.m. So and she's like, well, crap. Yeah. <laughs> and I think then she goes over to, oh, no, Mitch shows up. 
fucking Mitch shows up asking for his money. She like finds $240 and she's like there. And he's like, that's not 300. She's like, uh, so she like breaks into oh, Gator's little alligator. I felt so sad bank. about that. He's obsessed with that. alligators. Cause he loves his sister so much. I know. He's like seven or eight. Yeah. He's little. So she f- manages to get like $60 out of his little piggy bank and like ones and fives. And it's like, here, by the way, you were a shitty lay and fuck you. And I loved that done. part. I loved that part where, yeah. and then she's like, I don't want to be with you. And he's like, what? And she's, she's like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Leave. Consider this. We're even get away from me now. And she's feeling, she's like, this is great. Cause I like truly don't care. Cause I don't remember him. I know. She's like, I feel no remorse. This is awesome. Yeah. Yep. I feel really good about this. Then she goes over to Crystal's house. I think reads Crystal's diary. Oh, she's already had like a weird Dream. Dream. Yes. A about, hashish dream. Yeah, about smoking hashish. hash. Hashish? Hashish. About smoking hash. And like and cutting someone's throat very slowly. Not yet. Oh. Um, maybe. Not yet. Close. Not oh, yet. she doesn't slit the throat yet. She's just like She's having yelling a dream at an old about lady. Like seeing the stars. Oh yeah. And sitting in front of a woman who's like reading a tarot deck. And she keeps pulling the death card and like laughing and like cracking up about it because she feels like the most powerful creature on earth. Yeah. And then she wakes up. She's like, what the fuck? And that's when she goes to school. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So anyway, she goes to Crystal's house, finds Crystal's diary. Crystal's talking about how much she's in love with Amir. Um, and and she was having the same dreams. Yes. And then yes. Mystery Girl is like, what is this about? But then Crystal's like dad comes in and sees she's reading the diary. She's like, what this accident by? Yeah. And then he starts crying and she's like, oh, man. Okay. Well, mm. Yeah, because he's like so upset he has to be tranked. Yeah, which I thought was uh, interesting. Yeah, that it wasn't the mom. I loved tranked. that. Um, she goes back to the house. Whoops, Lieutenant Sarah again. Yeah, she's like, okay, I just have to pee real quick, and then she runs to Gator, and she's like, okay, you're gonna need to do me a favor and yeah. like break into Crystal's room and bring me Crystal's diary. And he's like, fun. Yeah, he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> And she goes back out and she's like, I'm not answering anything and you'll get my shoes over my cold, dead body. And the mom's like, he has a warrant. She's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes and takes things. I think she still can't answer any questions. The mom is now suspicious. She's like, fuck. And then he leaves and then the brother gets home with a diary and she reads the diary and she sees that like Amir started to get weird and they were having crazy fights. Oh yeah. And they were fighting a lot. And then that was the other thing where she was like, okay, I need to go over to Amir's and like yeah. talk to him or just snoop around. Um, And she goes over there. Oh yeah. And then um, she talks to the landlady and the landlady's like, she's like, oh, so like you guys were watching... Because so she learns about his drug use because she asked him, do you smoke hash? And he's like, no, but I know people who have and it messes them up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm, okay. So then she goes over there and um, to, to Amir's place and she's like, oh, so is Amir here? And she's like, no. And she's like, oh, I heard you guys had like a late night last night. She's like, oh, yeah. Amir kept making me watch these fucking sci-fi movies with him. I do not like them. And I kept telling him that. And I kept telling him I wanted to go to sleep. And yeah. meanwhile, he's over here like a zombie. Won't even eat my chicken soup. Yeah. And um, not Jen. He's like, huh, interesting. And then yeah. Mrs. Landlady also lets it fly that he and Crystal had huge fights. But she goes in to his place because she's like, mm, I'm waiting for him. Can you just let me in? She's like, yeah, sure. Which, by the way, you should not do that if you're a landlady. Let's her in. She like snoops around. She finds a hash pipe underneath his mattress. And she's like, oh, he said he didn't smoke hash. Liar. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. This is why I was feeling okay about 
how a mere being Egyptian was handled Mm -hmm. is because everybody like when uh, not Jen was talking to the lieutenant, he was like asking about Amir and she's like, why? Cause he's middle Eastern. The, oh, you would think it's him. And the, he's like, no. And then the landlady is like, they probably only wanted to talk to him. Cause he's like middle Eastern. Just like, Oh, it's mm. stereotyping. Oh, he's not a terrorist. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mistreating. That's why they assume. So like everybody around them was feeling like very protective of Amir and yeah. defensive about him being Egyptian. And like, how dare you assume it was him. And they and the, but the poor lieutenant is like, I'm not assuming it's anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to do my job. But everybody is very defen- like defensive about not stereotyping yeah. him. So that's why I was like, okay, I think this is okay. See, the reason why I didn't think it was okay was because, it, yes, that like people were like, oh, it's not because of, they're like, oh, I bet it's because they think that because he's Middle Eastern. But then he was the like weird Eastern evil spirit anyway. And like preyed on two white girls like that to me, like the lens of that was strange, not outright racist, just felt strange. I can see how, or I can see a like scenario in which he wants to, Christopher Pike wants to bring in a character who has had some sort of like, mystical experience yeah and that's how he's able to come here and he also wants to introduce the idea in like egyptian lore i guess that the soul is broken off into three parts Mm -hmm. so he needs a character who is egyptian Mm -hmm. and it sucks Mm -hmm. that then the other two parts of the soul are two white girls i just don't understand yeah that part was confusing to me i was like why why are the other two parts of the soul these two white girls that live in the same town. Well, that's is that just how the dice. That's just how they, yeah. That's just what happened with the roll of the dice. And oh. the, his mother, because that's who that's who not Jen is seeing in her dreams mm-hmm. is Amir's interactions with his mother, who he hates, and he's been like tripping out and thinks he's seen like the truths of the universe mm-hmm. and he just wants answers from her. And he's like, I see my soul. i keep seeing this girl in the mirror. I have to know who she is. I have to be with her. And she is like, that's a bad idea because she is another piece of your full soul. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't give a shit. And, he, I don't, and I she's like, this. she is also like, she's near the third piece of your soul. Yeah. Which is not common because it's dangerous. Yeah. So if you get mixed up in there, it's going to be bad. It's going to so, lead to madness and death. What happens to, okay. So I'm confused about like, what? That's confusing. <laughs> so like his soul. So like when he was getting high. Yeah. He was sort of seeing that he has a soul, that that okay. is true. Okay. He was seeing that little bit of truth. Okay. It also, I think, opened a gateway to where he's seeing Crystal's face. He was like getting yeah, visions yeah, yeah. of Crystal. Yeah. And he wanted to know why this was. So, okay, wait. So his soul, Amir's soul. Everybody's soul is broken up into three parts. And you share with us. Yeah. So right now there's two bits of your soul walking around somewhere on earth. And you're not really supposed to meet them. Okay. But then what happens with those people? They are, do they have their own soul? All three people are all one soul. Okay. So it's just like they're connected. Yes. Oh, see, I got confused. There's one soul. Yeah. It gets broken up and put into three people for everybody. Okay. Everybody is only a third third of of a soul. soul. I see. I understand now. Okay. So what happened is when he was getting high, he was getting a glimpse of one of the other Mm -hmm. thirds crystal. I think, I think the thing that made me think it was maybe racist was like, I was imagining. I mean, it's certainly a little problematic. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, it's not capital R racist. The optics of him being the evil one and him killing two white women is problematic, but. So I think all the talk of like 
oh, you're trying to pin the murder on him just because he's Egyptian. I think I was trying like, to guard blah, blah, from blah. that. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I'm just imagining though, but then it's like, but he is the killer. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it That's kind the of problem. Yeah. I think that like, I was imagining it like, okay, what if this was a Chinese character and it was about opium? Yeah. It would no, still, it would, yeah. It's still like, it's, it's very, it's like a drug that is negatively associated with a race or an ethnicity. Yeah. And then that character does do that drug. Yeah. And uses that drug to be like a weird Eastern spirit thing that kills two white women. Yeah. Is they should all have been Egyptian or all white. Yeah. Or so like that, that those like optics aren't there. My, what I think happened is Christopher Pike, thought this is a very cool idea it's a very cool idea and got an idea for a story yeah and then this yeah. is how he resolved the lore coming mm-hmm. to america mm-hmm. or I think it's, amir uh, should have been a woman yeah and it could have been a lesbian relationship yeah or i mean honestly like got there it, and it would be like oh your soulmate transcends sexuality mm-hmm. yeah or honestly, like it could have been if you want to still have an Egyptian character, um, that could be that Egyptian person could be one of the pieces that's not the killer. Yeah. One, you know, but it, it honestly is there like were it's not better ways to do it. But yeah. I don't think it in and of itself is racist. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I just think the optics because it's 2019. It's a different time. This book was written like 20 years ago. It's. I, I think for its time, it was progressive. And I think it is a lot better than Remember Me Too. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. I just think it's um, like, you know, knowing what we know now, it's a little bit different. Yes. Um, but I just remember kind of thinking like, oh, okay, during some parts. But I did really like the book a lot. Yeah. Okay, so, ah, so everyone is one third of a soul, basically. And you have your two other parts that you're just not supposed to meet. Yeah. And now is there like a good part and a bad part? Cause she kind of was like towards the end, there was kind of some talk about like how she was the, like, that uh, I'm not sure. Of. Crystal was the good one. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Crystal's the good one. And like, I'm a little bit of both and he's the bad one. Yeah. So I couldn't quite tell if that was just how it worked out in this case or if that's yeah. the case for every yeah. three people who were connected. I don't know. So if it was made clear in the book, I didn't get that. I also didn't understand. So like, you know, the part where at the end, so she like finds out it's Amir that did. Amir, so did Amir, she killed, did she kill Crystal or Amir killed Amir Crystal? in Jen's body killed Crystal. So through his, he got very high smoking hash, went into her body and controlled her. That's why she can't remember anything? Yes. And so when he went in there, he forced her soul out? Yes. And her soul being a third of a personality. Her soul being a third of the... Yeah. Her her being a third of the soul. Right. So so she gets knocked out. Yeah. So then when she wakes up, what is she? Because he was like, you're gone. Your soul's gone. But then what is she then? If she's... She just like was... um, um, What is it? Like just... Disappeared? Oh, oh, okay. She's just like without a body for a while. Oh, I thought he meant she was gone forever. No. Oh, so but she's when she out. came back into her body, yeah. her memory and personality and history was gone. I see. But so she, she, like her core self, yeah, came back in. Yes. Okay. So I think the back of the book when it is, it, it was as if someone had stolen her mind, stolen her soul. That's misleading. Yeah, because he stole her body. He did, he like, he, what happened is he knocked out her mind. He, yeah, he knocked he, out her soul and mind. He evicted her soul and her mind. mind didn't come back with so her. Her mind is gone forever. That's yeah. kind of what we're supposed to learn, right? Yeah. Except, I mean, obviously, you can't say that any of this doesn't make sense because it's fantasy. But it is, it brings up the question, well, if her mind disappeared, why can she remember parts about the world, but not herself? Yeah. So I guess it her personality disappeared. Yeah. So maybe it's like layers of paint on something and like you dip yeah. it in like a dissolving solution. So then just like certain layers start to come off. 
So that's like your personality comes off. The self is an illusion. And so that's what disappears. Yeah. And then things that are true, but just about the world are still there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. This is, what were the five? I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to find. Oh yeah. Here it is. The Egyptian soul, the Ka, the Ba, and the Ach. Oh, the ancient I Egyptians believed the soul had three parts, the Ka, the Ba, and the Ak. The Ka and Ba were spiritual entities that everyone possessed, but the Ak was an entity reserved for only the select few that were deserving of Mat Karu. And I'm so sorry. I know I'm angling these because I must. Um, because it is my Because I don't know how they are said. I can't even say english words with an accent so there you go <laughs> their beliefs were that the living were responsible to help the dead journey into the afterlife um this isn't quite the same thing though no it's not because i remember learning about that in sixth grade yeah, during our egyptology uh oh fun. section yeah i got very into egyptian folklore and myth um when i was a kid like the story of isis and osiris very into it yeah this is more like so there's your soul, you, and then there's a person's double. Oh, no. So the ka is you. The life force. The ba is. No, this is far more. You know what? This might just be than that. loose. You know, mm-hmm. it might just be like, oh, ba, ka, and uh, what's the third one? Ak. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that sounds cool. Three parts of a soul. That's a cool idea. I'll expand on that. Yeah, seems like that. And um, yeah, because it could be um, that it's like, oh, this is a truth that no one fully knows kind of a thing with the story. Yeah. Um, Well, there are all these. I know. Let's um, just real quick try to figure out all of ancient Egypt um, creation myths. Great. Just on a podcast from Wikipedia. <laughs> um, la, 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 la. Yeah, that's all. Five parts. This one says there were nine parts. Egyptians believe that the human personality had many facets, a concept that was probably developed early in the Old Kingdom. In life, the person was a complete entity, but if he had led a virtuous life, he could also have access to a multiplicity of forms that could be used in the next world. In some instances, these are blah, 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 blah. yeah, this is a little bit different. I am not in my very brief Googling about this, finding anything about like the soul being broken up into different yeah. parts, but it was an idea he had probably based on all of that. Yeah. Um, it's a cool idea. It's a very cool idea. I just don't think it needed to be Egyptian, especially if, if it's I'm not Googling rooted and in I this. can't find anything. Yeah. Um, but m- there's probably something that isn't immediately coming up on Google. Yeah. And I'm not as good as Google at you at, as you are at Google. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm not finding it. No, I mean, but I don't. It could have easily been. Like some dude across the country who was like getting super high and went to a wise woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then we would miss the part where it was like his mother who he killed and was telling him all these truths. Yeah. But anyway, so Amir finds this out from his mom, realizes that the woman, the girl he's seeing is Crystal because he's just drawn to her, goes to be with her, is really happy for a while. Yeah. And then just starts to be repulsed by her because he had like a taste of being more complete but then feels more lonely than ever because now he feels the absence of that it like wears off kind of yeah um it's like drugs man yeah and decides he needs the third Mm -hmm. being jen um and so he tries to like hook up with jen and she doesn't even hook up with him Uh uh-uh she kisses him and she wants to, but she decides not to because she doesn't want to betray Crystal. Yeah. And so they both happen to go over there. Like Jen is going over there to be like, we can't do this. Crystal's going over there because she's like obsessed with him and can't stay away because they're soul part of the same soul. And Amir's high as a kite when they get there, which, and I think because he's like hooked into 
He's jacked in. A mystical. Yeah, he's jacked in. Their souls go flying out of their bodies yeah. as soon as they walk in the room. It's like total chaos. Yeah. All of their souls are switching bodies like yeah. crazy. And Amir is the only one who can control the situation because he knows like the secrets of how to do that. So I think what happens is he gets back into his own body. He decides that like the only answer is to kill Crystal and he'll feel better. He has to kill a piece of delusion, a total delusion. He's like out of it. He doesn't actually know what to do. He just like randomly decides this will help. And then I guess that's when he sets it up with the landlady. Like we're going to sit here. We're going to watch movies. And then I think he leaves again, kicks Jen's soul out of her body altogether, pretends to be Jen, drives Crystal to the woods, stabs the shit out of her and then leaves Jen's body and goes back to being a mirror. Yeah. I think that's what happens too. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Then I was having a little bit of trouble understanding the three souls thing. So the three of them together are one soul. Mm -hmm. And that would be the case for anybody. Yeah. Okay. If we were of the same soul. Me and you. And Mike was of the same soul. Mm -hmm. And he came in here. All of our souls would go flying out of our bodies. And then one of us would possess the other and stab the other to death. Because that's the only answer. Okay. Because of madness. Because madness. Because madness and death will ensue if three souls get together. Yeah. And she's like. It is already bad news that those two girls know yeah. each other. Yeah. So if you go seek them out, you are fucked. And he's like, I don't care. He's like, whatever. I'm going to stab you in the I'm fucking, fucking eyeball. Oh, yeah. He stabs her hard. What a horrible it's way like to slowly, die. Right? Yeah. He like scratches her eye and it starts to bleed. It's so horrifying. It's so gross. I hate eye stuff. <sighs> Very bad. My friend Maddie at work hates eye stuff. So I, I will stuff. never give this book to her. No, never do that. Um, Cruel. Yeah, it's oh, it's such a weak spot. I know it needs protecting. It does, <laughs> like your fingernails. You uh, fingernails and eyes. It's like oh, underneath the fingernail, soft, disgusting. Sorry. There's that beginning part of tw- <gasps> of Twin Peaks, <sighs> which like I guess if you guys have fingernail stuff, skip ahead of where they're like trying to pull out. There's they notice something underneath this girl's nail the corpse's nail and they like get these tweezers and it's a close up and they go so far in to pull out a little letter. Ugh. And it's like, Ugh. cause it's like, you see it go under the nail and you're like, okay. And then it keeps going. You're like, wait, what? And it keeps going. You're like, no. And it goes <laughs> no. so far. There is a scene in <laughs> the stand where it describes, I think the character Stu being like down a ditch and he like, frantically climbing his way out and it describes his fingernails bending back Ewee. that's like in um it in buffalo bills it like well me where there's fingernails Ooh, on the wall. yeah Ugh. yeah anyway so that happens that's how amir kills his mom yeah jen not jen figures this out yeah gives officer jake's the nice officer the young who one. went to high school with her. Yeah. She puts a bunch, of, a bunch of sleeping pills in some coffee for him so that he doesn't see her sneak off. Because he's like, what's it called when you stake out? He's staking yeah. out her place. He's um, there so that she doesn't run away, run away. and do exactly what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And she brings a bunch of pills herself. She goes to a mirror, bonks him on the head, drags him out to the woods, ties him up. And he's like, what? like i have you figured out and he's like oh i'm so sorry i didn't mean to she's like shut up Mm -hmm. and she while he's not looking takes a bunch of the pills knowing full well she's taking enough to kill herself Mm -hmm. but has amir's knife up to his throat oh and she has hypodermic needles because her mom's a doctor yeah she takes the needle. She lies to Amir, say, says that she's going to put air bubbles into his veins so that he'll die. The panic of this makes him leave his body mm-hmm. and take hers and switches them. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, ha ha, bye, bitch. I'm going to go drive off into the sunset because I thought I'd framed you, but now I am you. So I got to get out of mm-hmm. here. She's like, OK, good luck with that. Easily cuts herself out because she knew where she'd hidden the knife gets to her car and Amir as Jen is dead because of the pills. Yeah. So she, mm -hmm. why didn't she just kill him? 
because she needed his body to be a mirror. Oh, because she because she thought I'm screwed. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's like, I know I'm screwed. screwed. I have to protect myself from Amir and I can't be Jen anymore because Jen clearly did it. And she has no reason to want to be Jen because she doesn't. She's not Jen. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes into the body of Amir. That's how she survives. And she had told Gator. Gator. Earlier, she wrote a suicide note saying, I didn't do it. I swear I loved her. I don't want to live in a world without Crystal, blah, blah, blah. And Gator's the best little brother in the world. Yeah. Her and Gator had a conversation. He really likes the TV show with a robot, Clyde, who whose brain got fried because he was struck by lightning, but they're trying to figure out how to make him better again. And that's when she says to him, because she has like a feeling she's not going to last the night. Mm-hmm. And, she, and he knows she's been forgetting stuff. So... She's like, I have been forgetting stuff because I'm like, Clyde, my brain got fried. Um, But know that I'll be back. Even if I don't look like myself or seem like myself, I'll still be me. Because they built like a new body for Clyde. And she's like, just like Clyde, I might look different, but I'll still be me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And so she goes to Jen's funeral, Amir Jen's funeral. Mm Mm-hmm. And she goes up to Gator and she says, I'm Clyde. So that Gator knows. Yeah. That, that was really she's still sweet. Alive. It was very sweet. That part sweet. was really sweet and yeah. sad. And he's like, yay. Okay. Um, and I really liked this book. I, I, I thought it was really well written. It was really well written. She was really well written. Yeah. She felt like a real teenage she, girl. Yeah. She's, but she's like cool i like that she doesn't like real jen but i also like that she likes sex i like that she's like she's very sex positive yeah and i feel like <laughs> teenage at least in the rl stein world aren't allowed to that don't. usually gets you killed if yes. you like sex you're a slut and you die yeah but she's like i know that i love at the beginning where she's like hmm i don't know any details about me but i know that i'm like a normal teenage girl i like sex i like dating i like she's like which means i must have had sex before. So. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I know that about me. Yeah. So I like that. That was just like a very normal thing about her. It's mm-hmm. very like demystifying. Yeah. Thing that was cool. Um. Yeah. I like that she likes Crystal. The two. And when Crystal's you get down good. to it, they're not. They weren't really competing over a guy. No. Um. They were just like confused about being souls. They were all soulmates. They were all soulmates. So it's natural that you'd be attracted because when it got down to it, neither of them would ever betray. Because like Crystal straight up attacks Mitch when she sees him sleeping around on Yes. She like attacks him and he like grabs her by the arm and slaps her in the face. Yeah. I I like that. So the, the mom of Amir, right? She's like, don't try and seek out those other souls because like you're it's gonna be madness whatever Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't be together the souls the souls shouldn't be together i like though that like crystal and jen were doing fine very functional they were very functional and it just takes this guy to like mess it up and i think because i think what it is it's like they're not placed together because if you have two together it's far more it's like a lot easier for that third to just show up. Yeah. Whereas if they're on all corners of the earth, then everybody's a lot safer. Yeah. But because it was just the two of them, then they were just like linked and happy. Yeah. Instead of when he got there and he felt unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was evil. He was evil. He was evil. I do wonder if it was like, because Crystal was so good. I wonder if it is like a good and evil and a half. I think so. One. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she was just average. She was, yeah, she's just a person. Yeah. Um, I really liked this book and I, I was really intrigued by everything, like the character stuff and the plot stuff and everything. Like I really was Mm -hmm. interested the whole time. This is, I think one of his best. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Um, I was really worried for Gator. I was afraid something was going to happen to Gator. I was worried for Gator too. I was also, I was worried that I was afraid because I didn't fully remember the book and I was afraid that like somehow Gator was going to be sacrificed or she was going to like sacrifice, have to sacrifice him or something. I mean, she sacrifices her relationship with with Gator for like a second. Mm -hmm. You know what's cute? 
when she says she's Clyde and then he, she says, Hey Gator. And so he already is kind of like, mm, and she says that she's Clyde and he goes to bite her finger. Mm-hmm. She pulls really it cute. away. And he's like, yeah. Oh good. You knew I was going to do that. Yeah. And so he really knows cute. for sure that it's her. Yeah. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say this is a, you should read it. Yeah, for sure. It's really good. This is a must see Pike read. The version of the book that I got is very strange. It is a hardback large print. Oh. It's like one of those like weird library right. versions. Yeah. Very strange to read. That I'm not weird. used to reading Christopher Pike with such large font. <laughs> it's very big. Um, but yeah, I really liked yep. it. Um, I was surprised at how much I liked it. Yeah, actually. I thought it was just going to be a nothing because I didn't read it. I hadn't heard anything about it, but it was really good. I didn't remember it very well at all. But yeah, I thought it was great. It was great. It was great. Um, thank you so much, Lindsay. Thank being you so yourself. much, Kelly, for being myself. Sorry. I <laughs> for letting yourself. me be myself. Sorry. For encouraging me to be myself <laughs> and just like supporting me through that. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is when people do posts online that are like, um, happy birthday to my friend Jan, who has just like been so supportive to me in all of my successes. <laughs> <laughs> Because Jan like lifts me up um, and like I wouldn't have achieved one, two and three if it hadn't been for Jan's like selfish, ugly mug. Honestly, like selfless, ugly mug. I, I'm sorry. Me. Excuse me. I was I talking about myself. First. I was thinking about me. I'm selfish. Um, thank you so much, Jan, for like every time I think I should give up, I look at Jan and I'm like, that's rock bottom. Um, Things could get much worse for me. And here's a photo of Jan and I. And I look amazing. And it's really not the best photo of Jan. But I chose it because I look amazing. I look amazing. But and like, Jan happy looks, birthday to her. Jan looks passable. She looks fine. Jan looks average. Um, is she sort of in shadow? Because that's just how we were sitting. Yes. <laughs> was I having the best hair day of my life? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. But it's a very good photo of me. But and honestly, so happy birthday, Jan. Happy birthday, Jan. But you are forgettable. Thank and you. Like, are we that good of friends? No, but I really like this photo of me. Look, I've been waiting to post this photo. We took this photo the day after your birthday last year. I've been yeah. waiting. I have no reason to repost it unless it's for your birthday. So thank you to Jan. Thank you, Jan. On her birthday for being the reason I can repost this photo. Honestly, I'm going to be straight up. You do look bad in this picture, Jan. Jan, you do look really bad. But like, I challenge you to find a photo where you look good. Because honestly, Jan is honestly like, never. Never. It's just like never. But like, like if you could take a photo of your heart. Oh, so beautiful. It would be so beautiful. Because, because like, it's Jan, so giving to me. It's crazy that like, you're even nice at all. Because it seems like you have nothing to live for. Nothing. Nothing. And if everybody could just like, scroll like, like like swipe through my photos uh, past this picture of me and Jan. It is just photos of me. It and is so just that'll be a real me. treat for you. If you just like swipe through, yeah. cause there's a few really good ones of me, not with Jan because you know what? It gets better. It gets better. And happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jan. And happy. I birthday. love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> happy birthday. Love me. <laughs> I don't even know how I got <laughs> How did we get there? Oh, you said thank you for being you. And I said, oh, thank, thank you, you for, for helping me be me. 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 Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, if you are reading along with us. Our schedule is a little wonky. It I am is not crazy. We're positive. not sure what we're doing next. Yeah, because we have we're trying to reschedule with some guests. Yeah. It's um, kind of moving around. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay that's tuned. why our website has not been updated. Because it's a um, wonky it's sketch. Good. Look, we're busy. We're sorry. We're, we're busy, busy and our guests are busy. We're running around town. And also, sometimes books don't arrive on time. No, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. Um, and sometimes Kelly reads the wrong book. And sometimes she does. Sometimes Kelly reads the wrong book. And then we have to record five episodes in a night <laughs> because we are behind. <laughs> because we're busy. <laughs> because we're busy. But we're making it happen. We're we made it, it happen. happen. And here we are. And happy birthday and you know to why? Jan. It's because of Jan. That slug of a person, Jan. <laughs> because her dear sluggish heart. Her dear slug. I mean, she just, that hot like the trashy. The slimiest. The slimiest. 
but like so supportive. So supportive. <laughs> and though. happy birthday happy to her. Happy birthday. Oh, Jan. Happy birthday, Jan. You just, you know what? You make me think. Just keep chugging. Just keep. Just keep chugging because if Jan can, you can. That's inspiring. It's so inspiring. Jan's She's such an inspiration. She's such an inspirational. Because if that dried up wallet that <laughs> fell in a pool can just keep trying, can look in the mirror and be like, yeah, I'm going to keep going. If that like broomstick of a girl with earrings, <laughs> just like a broomstick with earrings turned upside down, but like with less color. Yeah. Can survive in a world where you have to post photos of yourself all the time. Yeah. Then so can I get because I do and it's easy. Okay. Like, like, do I need the inspiration? No. No, because I'm quite because I'm fine. I'm amazing. I, I inspire myself, but happy birthday to Jan. If okay, take like some pantyhose mm-hmm. and just like fill it with wet coins mm-hmm. and then tie it up but loosely. So the coins move around a lot. Yes. And then just tie tie it off at various points. Not at any points that you think would make sense. Oh, but before you tie it off, make sure you pour some Rice Krispies in there. Pour some Rice Krispies. And, and then like two googly eyes. Two googly eyes. And so like, like wet coins, wet Rice coins, Krispies, Rice Krispies googly and eyes. googly eyes. And then just like, just like tie it off with pipe cleaners wherever you think. Not just wherever you want. Yeah. And random places. And then throw it in a dryer. Jan. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, thanks so we much don't for know supporting what we're If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or, you know, whatever other podcast apps let you leave reviews yeah do i know what they are i don't know but please do that uh and if you would like to super support us you can become a subscriber on our patreon patreon.com slash teen creeps where at the uh, five dollar level you get two minisodes and two episodes of public domain theater a month and if you are at the eight dollar level you get those plus an outside genre episode on a book of an $8 tier level choosing. Yeah. You get to like be in a raffle to There's be the a person yeah. that chooses the book. You get to mm-hmm. boss us. And you know what we just read? Cold Comfort Farm by Stella Gibbons. Which and is it was the best book we've ever so read. So good. That and know. behind we, the scenes of the we museum. We read Haunting of Hill House That's and true. Carrie. We've had, yeah, no, we've read some very We've had books. a whole four good books. Look, listen, we've read that. We've read Ghostly Paws. We, <laughs> I would say... I would say if you are a subscriber to our Patreon from now on, Mm -hmm. if you please Mm -hmm. only suggest Mm -hmm. very good books Mm -hmm. or cozy mysteries. Yeah. yeah. Or or one of our cozy mysteries or cozy mysteries where a person talks to some kind of psychic animal, (laughs) some kind of cat. If a cat is involved, that's probably if the cat is involved and it has a little bit too much catitude, (laughs) we'll read it. Um, thank you so much. You can follow the show on all the social media at Teen Creeps Pod. Um, and I have no more business. Yeah. Um, so keep it creepy, Jan. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay K. Ty, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>